Welcome back to the Celtics Life Podcast, episode four. As you all know, my name is Brandon. I am your host for today's episode. Um, We got a lot to get into today. I'm not really feeling too well. I'm a little bit under the weather, but I figured uh, I still want to get this episode out um, because we still have a good amount to cover today. So I hope everyone's having a good day. Hope everyone had a great morning. And let's get started with the fact that how about that game last night? That was a crazy game. The Celtics showed incredible effort. Incredible. Um, basically playing with zero starters, right? Um, and we went into overtime with the healthy Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, Chris Middleton is on a minutes restriction. I don't really care about that. He played. Um, and the Celtics really made them work for it. They went to overtime. Um Celtics had the lead for most of that game, except, you know, they were down by two at half, but they really fought hard. I was, honestly, I was so impressed and so blown away by how well we competed against a team like that, and it, like, I'm lost for words, I'll be honest, I am really lost for words on, on how that game went, um, Giannis didn't even shoot particularly well. I think he shot 11 of 25, and I had to give credit to Grant on that. And, you know, there's a huge talk about Grant, and I think he's getting some unfair criticism um, because of this thought that he uh, wants $20 million per year on his on his new contract. And I kind of talked about this a little bit in one of my earlier shows, but, you know, you have to be able to value somebody based off of what they, you know, what they are capable of and what they can do at the present time. So, for a guy like Grant, obviously he has made major strides development-wise, major strides. That can't go unnoticed. Um, but his defense is something that should really be more of an emphasis when you look at a guy like Grant. Um, is he going to shoot the ball particularly well every game? No, not necessarily, but the intangibles that he brings and the defense, you know, that kind of stuff should not go unnoticed. He he played Joel Embiid um, a few nights ago last week, played him pretty well, and then he guarded Giannis last night, and I thought he guarded him very well. As we all know, Giannis likes to, you know, truck people over, get to the basket, to the free throw line, but... A guy like Grant, who's really big for his like for his height, you know, goes body to body with him, and sometimes it makes the ref makes a tough decision on forcing you know a block or a charge, and in some cases they were they were charges, um, and you know for a guy like Grant who's physical who can handle that physicality from Giannis like that is huge huge when it comes down to the playoffs because if the Celtics do match up with Milwaukee again in the playoffs which is a very big possibility, you know, a guy like Grant is going to be so helpful, Um, especially when the team's all healthy. You know, primarily Horford, usually he guarded him last uh, last year in last playoff series, Um, and Grant did too, and I thought Grant played very well in that series too. Um, So for Grant, 
you know, the rumors about him wanting $20 million per year, something to what I believe Kelton Johnson got, you know, again, there's a lot of season left. There's a lot of time for that until now, or until then, excuse me, for that to happen. But I do believe that Grant will be able to, you know, find his footing and, you know, possibly justify the means of him wanting that much. Um, Marcus Smart doesn't even make that much on his contract. I believe he makes uh, 16 or $18 million per year. Um, and obviously Marcus Smart is much more valuable than Grant. Um, but Grant, like, take Grant off the Celtics. He starts on a good chunk of teams, maybe over half. Um, and that, again, should not go unnoticed. It's very important. So... But obviously, we have to talk about the play that he made at the end of overtime, where he um, he caught the ball on the left wing. He had an open three, and instead of taking the open three, he shot a pump fake. Um, I believe he tried to go left, then step back, and he lost his footing. Giannis stole the ball, and that ended result as a clear path foul. You know. Part of me blames Grant for that, obviously, and then part of me blames Joe um, because he should have recognized that and called a timeout. I believe we had one more timeout left. So in those types of situations, Grant, you just need to shoot the ball. Like, you had plenty of space. Um, you know, if the guy's not falling for your shot fake, you know, and not everyone's going to fall for a shot fake every single time you do it. Like, you have to be able to hit open shots, and then the shot fake comes into effect. So, you know, obviously Grant made a huge hiccup there. Really, call, I, I don't think it comes down to that play necessarily. That costed us the game. Because, again, we were playing with, like, you know, guys like Blake Griffin were getting major minutes. Uh, Peyton Pritchard was getting major minutes. Like, you know... No starters, none. I mean, obviously Rob played, but Rob barely didn't really play that much in overtime, and I think Joe made that call because, you know, of how intense the game the, the game was getting, and also the fact that, you know, Giannis, Giannis was being a bulldozer, and you have to sometimes Giannis can be a little reckless when it comes to, you know, driving to the basket, and sometimes he inadvertently or avertently hurts people. So for a guy like Rob, I think it was the right decision to sit him. Um, but that game stings, man. I I'll tell you, that game stings. You know, obviously the Celtics had no business being in that game, but the fact that they brought it so close, like, you know what, I, I think you guys know what I'm talking about. When, like, you know, obviously your team has no reason being, a like, in a close game, but they are in the close game, so then you have no choice but to, like, really want them to win no matter what the circumstances are. Um... And the Celtics could have, they could have won that game. You know, they really could have won that game. It's crazy to me because, and this was a huge game for the Celtics win or loss because it shows how much depth they have. And we haven't seen a Celtics team with good depth in a long time. In a long time. Um, so, you know, like the game stings. Unfortunately, you know, the Bucks climb one game back uh, from the Celtics for that first spot. And now we have one more game against them in March that will decide the tiebreaker. Um, and that will be a huge game in itself. 
So, and hopefully everyone's healthy for that game. Um, that game will be in Boston. So, we could have won the season series here. But I'm really proud of the guys um, for competing. Obviously, they were very tired. You know, not a lot of rest for many of these players. So, but they fought hard, and I, I can't say too much about it. Like, they really competed well. Um, so, credit to the guys that were out there. Um, how about Derek White, man? How about Derek White? Derek White, to me, like, it's, it's crazy how much he is, like, really contributing, excuse me, to this team with all these injuries and all this, you know, just with everything that's going on, he has stepped up and has just played phenomenally well. Um, you know, I can't, like, I, I seriously, I'm very impressed by Derek. Like, obviously, I'm sure he was very gassed last night. Like, who wouldn't be? You know what I mean? Like, he played an absurd amount of minutes. He played 43 minutes, but he had 27 and 12, like, he didn't shoot the ball from three particularly well or from the field. But I thought he played a very good game. He still had three steals, you know. I think for me, you know, he played he played well. But, you know, he's been on such a tear lately. Such a tear. Um but also news regarding Derek is according to Jared Greenberg, who works for uh TNT, is saying that Derek actually couldn't here out of his left ear so he had to stay in Milwaukee to get it checked out and the team flew back to Boston without him so that's a little I wouldn't say the word concerning but I would say that I wonder if he like got poked in the ear or if you know a whistle got blown in his ear too close and that really affected his hearing um, will he be around for tonight's game Probably not. I can't imagine that he would fly back to Boston today and then somehow be ready to go. Um, a guy like Derek does deserve some rest. So, I, you know, it was very puzzling to me when I saw that report come out. But, you know, I hope everything's all right with Derek. I hope he can get that issue fixed quickly. But, again, like, you know... Derek White, like, this past, like, two weeks, like, wow. Like, he's been filling in for Marcus Smart beautifully. Like, and it's been over a year since we've traded for him, and he's, you know, I feel like he's been on the team forever. It's that kind of craziness where he just plugs in, runs the offense very well, you know, picks his spots, um, typically shoots the ball very well of late. So I'm really happy for him. Um and see what he does going forward because, you know, again, I can't see, speak about this enough. When everyone's back, when everyone is healthy, this team is seriously going to be dangerous. Seriously. Uh, it's been a while since all, like, all the Celtics have been healthy at one time. Um, I believe we've only had four games where the starting lineup was, you know, complete. So when that happens, you know, it'll be a very exciting time for us, for sure. Um and speaking of which, Mike Muscala again. Um, I got to speak a little bit about this guy. Um, I'm really loving him. I mean, obviously, he, he had a boneheaded play, I think, at one point. Uh, whether it was in the fourth quarter or overtime, where he just took, like, a, like ill-advised three, and he sh it was an air ball. Um, 
But when he got that dunk in the lane and he chirped at the Milwaukee bench, like, I just love stuff like that. Like, you've been on the team for, like, a little less than a week now, and here you are, like, just, like, chirping at the bench. Like, I just love that energy. Um, it's, a, like, seriously, like, he fits right in, like, with what the Celtics are doing. Um, and he, he did, honestly, I think he did very well. Um, he played 44 minutes. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well either, but he had 18 points, 8 rebounds. Um, he started, you know, so, and a ton, of, like, a lot of these guys played a ton of minutes. Like, Grant played 48 minutes, Muscala 44, Derek White 43, Sam Hazard played 39. I'm going to get to him in a little bit. Um, Brogdon played 39. You know, a lot of these guys, and it's going to be tough because they're, we're, they have a game against Detroit tonight. It's a back-to-back, so I can't imagine, you know, how well the West, rest of these guys are going to be because they had to hop on a plane. Now they're in Boston. Like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a slugfest for sure tonight. Um, so hopefully, like guys, like uh, there's also reports that Marcus Smart could be back for this game. Um, that remains to be seen. I haven't seen too much development on that, but I think Jared Greenberg did report that Marcus Smart could return um, against the Pistons tonight. So keep an eye out for that. And maybe Tatum will be back after his illness because he stayed back in Boston. So hopefully he's feeling better and he can suit up to go. But yeah, I just, I mean, so far I'm really loving the Muscala trade. You know, another big man that can shoot, chirps at other posings bench, got attacked. Like, I love that kind of stuff, especially for a game that we're missing a ton of people. Like, you just need that kind of energy, you know? When you're missing a ton of guys, like, you need something to boost you up. And he really did that perfectly by do by chirping at the bench, even if it was resulting in a tech. Like, what was the Milwaukee bench going to say to him? Like, you know, you're getting killed by Mike Muscala. So, I love Mike for that. I hope he keeps doing that. I hope he keeps bringing that energy. Um, And, yeah, man, like... It's tough because these guys played 40 plus minutes and now they're on a back to back against the Detroit Pistons, who, again, somehow, like, somehow, sometimes these teams play the Celtics, like, either very well or very poorly. You know, the Pistons are young. Um, and they actually, it, it's interesting because now they traded for James Wiseman. Um, so I'll, I'll be curious to see how Wiseman fits in with that team. Um, but, you know, it will be a slugfest tonight for the Seas, um, coming off like a huge atmosphere game against Milwaukee, and now you have to come back home and you have to play another night. Um, the energy might not be there tonight. It might not, but I hope uh, that the game stays competitive um, and that hopefully we can still pull out a win. Um, but, you know, it, it's tough. Like with, it, it really is tough. Like I hope the Celtics can get... Um, they can get healthy soon, um, because the All-Star break is coming up soon, and that will be a good time for everybody to get some rest, and speaking of the All-Star break, um, one person that we do know is participating in something else is Jason Tatum is actually going to participate in the three-point contest again, so keep your guys' eyes out for that, um, some people say that Tatum has, like, too much of a wind-up when he's taking his threes or when he's taking his uh, shot, jump shot. Um, 
I thought, you know, Hishai can be pretty quick when he wants it to be. Obviously, you're grabbing basketballs off the rack and shooting them quick. So I think, to me, he can compete. Will he win? I don't know about that. But I do know that, you know, it's it's for fun, you know? It's a three-point contest. Like, there's no necessarily pr- like necessary pressure. So, obviously, we'll all be rooting for JT and hoping that he does well. Um but yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, it's nice to see other Celtics competing in different competitions. You know, when Tatum won the skills competition a few years ago against Trey Young, that was pretty cool. When he hit that uh, half-court shot to beat him, that was a cool moment for him. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited for the three-point contest. The All-Star Weekend's coming up this weekend. Um, I believe it starts Friday, I think. I think it does start Friday. So, I might try to get a show in then. I'll obviously have a show tomorrow after uh, tonight's game against Detroit. But I might be looking to cover the All-Star Weekend. And just, like, recapping everything that happened and everything related to the Celtics, of course. Um, but, yeah, there's there's not too much to be said about anything else. Obviously, we had the game last night. And then we have a game tonight against Detroit. Everyone tune in for that. So, yeah. That's that's gonna be that's gonna do it for this show. Hope everyone's having a great day. Hope everyone has a great rest of their day. And remember, this is the Celtics Life Podcast. Celtics are a way of life. It's a lifestyle. So please share that passion with me and share that passion with the rest of the Celtics fans as we all bleed green together. All right, that will do it. This is the outro now. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your day and go seize.